we recorded that album and we had debt after sure. that. We had serious debt. People are being blessed. It's, people are calling it a game changer. <laughs> people are like, Yo. whoa, this is incredible. You guys really went all out. And you're like, you we did. <laughs> family. My name is Mpumila Dwaba and welcome to another episode. I am ridiculously excited. Everything in me is jumping. I don't even know if she needs a formal introduction, but all I can say is in the shadow of your wings. <laughs> Today I'm sitting with international gospel star, award-winning mother, wife, founder of Coco Records and Dog Ozombambo. Hey. hey girl. <laughs> I feel like I can already say hey girl based on our conversation earlier. Yes. Like we're, we're girls now. We are. Girl. And you promised that she would be vulnerable and still secretive. Yes. I'll balance, I'll balance okay. the two. If you, if you feel like uh, I'm like getting into your secrets, you'll just be like, <clears throat> and then I'll know, I'll know to move on. Okay. I've got three questions for you. Yeah. Number one, what did you listen to on your way here? What did we listen to on our way here? Um, we were actually playing um, Ty Tribbett's latest album. Oh, what? Um, I haven't heard it. a specific it. song. I think it's called The New Something. Uh, anyway. A new thing. That's yeah. what the album is called. The song we were listening to was Savior. Savior. Okay. Yes. Were you listening to enjoy or listening to hear where the future of music is? <laughs> I was listening to enjoy. Okay. I was okay. listening to be to enjoy and to be blessed. Okay. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. You only do you only listen to gospel? No, Johnny. Do you listen to Beyonce? I do. Okay. Have you heard the new album? Ah, you see, I literally ask everyone. <laughs> Would you rather? Give up vacations or sexy time with hubby? Why do I have to choose? Why do I have to choose? It's, it's the game. Vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Take your vacation. Like, keep it. Give your vacations. <laughs> okay, love that. <laughs> Lastly, if you were not a singer, what would you be? I think I'd be a psychologist or a psychiatrist. Really? Really. Why? I don't know. I've always been fascinated by people's behaviors okay. and why they behave certain ways and, um, you know, just maneuvering life in the situations that people go through yeah. and um, how best to find solutions okay. to them. So I've always been interested by how the human brain works, works yeah. and, um, you know, and how people just navigate life. Do you have empathy? Do you feel like you're an empathetic person? I think so. Okay. I think so. Because I feel like you need that to be a you psychologist. Do. Yeah. When I sit with my therapist, I just wonder, what she, I always wonder, like, how do you do this? Like, this person probably thinks I'm crazy. And you can just see how <laughs> understanding they are of your behavior. And it's yeah. like, you must have a whole lot of empathy to do this. I do. I do. My, well, I've, I've got um, a, a, one of the girls that live with me. She's like, yo, but mommy, you're always so calm. And I'm like, Kel. <laughs> You have no idea. Life. But sometimes you have to you have to be calm so that you can find solutions, yeah. you know, and quickly figure out yeah. what to do. Because you can't always be in panic mode and in yay. You can't always I feel like it comes with age though. I, I used to be such a screamer and mm. then I recognized my daughter starting to behave like that. Like every time yeah, like 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 tantrum vibes. Yes. And I was like, ah, she got that from me. And now 
I don't shout anymore. Like that calmness you talk yes. about. Like I've learned to just to just be calm. Just yeah. be calm. Who's in Dogozo? Tell me who's in Dogozo. Where does Dogozo come from? Who's in Dogozo as a little girl? Oh man. Um, going back to that secretive thing. Yeah. Um, I'm actually quite shy. Um, so okay. Dogozo was a very shy little girl who yeah. always kept to herself. Um, an introvert, uh, scared of people that she didn't really? know. I promise you. Um, like if uh, people would come into her house, I'd be the little girl like in a corner, like trying to run away because I didn't know who they were. Yeah, I'd only be comfortable around people that I knew. Yeah, and um, yeah, and that's that's basically who little Dogozo is. is. I feel like yeah. a lot of gifted people are like that. Um, and I'm going to come back to my daughter again. As you're describing yourself, you're literally describing her. Because when it's time, when other people, when people she's comfortable with, when she's in comfortable situation, she comes alive. Yeah. But a new situation, it's that. It's like. What, yeah, like what's going on? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spoken, <laughs> spoken to. Yeah. And how did you come out of out of that shell? Are you even out of that shell, or you you just manage to to be in doggos or the singer when it's necessary? I don't think I'm out of it completely. Yeah. I think I manage it. I think you put it perfectly well when you say manage. I think I've I've learned to manage it over the years. Mm. Sometimes I get it right. Sometimes I get it wrong. Sometimes yeah. I just want to run away. Yeah. Uh, when people come and they're screaming, they're like, oh, that wasn't. I'm like, even still? Like, even still. Like, because <laughs> that's just the little girl comes yeah. out and like, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? Yeah, I just want to dig a now? hole and just bury myself Relatable. in it, you know. And I'm still learning to be um, a little more... Um, accommodating yeah. a little more, and some people misinterpret that yeah. as oh she's nasty, she's mean, oh, she's yeah, mean. yeah. But I'm not really mean. Yeah. I'm just really just shy. shy. <laughs> sure, sure. It's weird. Like I said, I think, uh, and Brendan said you've got a Beyonce thing because I, mean, <laughs> I think Beyonce is just really shy, and you can see how much the craving for uh, it's as if. And T D Jake said, fame is a a consequence of being really, really good at something. And we think, and most people think the goal is fame. Is like fame, it's nice yeah. to be fame. But I'm, I'm pretty sure you feel like if I could just do what I do Girl. and not have all the extra things that come with it. Listen, I would, if I wish, no. I wish I could do what I do because I love what I do. Yeah. And um, I believe that's what I'm called to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, listen, if this little part, <laughs> just, this, little, just this <laughs> tiny part wasn't included, yeah. um, I would be at home, yeah. you know. But I think that also um, speaks into how incredible God is, yeah. you know, because he's able to take people who, who the world doesn't see as qualified yeah. and whom the world doesn't see as fitting, fitting yeah, in a yeah. certain area or in a certain career. Yeah. And yet you find that they thrive in that with their um, shortcomings, 100%. you know, yeah. kind of like how Moses, um, when God called him during the burning bush situation, Moses was like, but I stutter. Yeah, I've got it can't this, be me. Like, it can't be me. Yeah. I, don't, I don't qualify to lead your people out of Egypt. Yeah. But yet God still chose him. Yeah. You know, and that, that just makes it even more divine that, wow. I think it also speaks to the dependency. Um, we need to be dependent on God. Because if Absolutely. you had it all and if you could control the entire narrative, why would you need it? You, you could just go be a superstar. Exactly. You could just go be a superstar. Speaking of calling... 
how did you even find your calling? When did you find your calling? When did you know that this is it? Mm. I belong here. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. I think for me, well, my first encounter with an audience, I was four years old. Mm. I was in church and I, I thought my parents were just, being funny because I was like, why are you putting me up there? I yeah. don't want this. I don't <laughs> want these people because immediately after I finished singing, I threw the microphone on the, on the floor and ran to my mother because this was just did all foreign. Of I course, did, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Obviously. And from then onwards, my parents just literally navigated me and kept me, you know, in 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 church, in, in church mm. um, on stage, and so forth. So I grew up, I think it helped that I started earlier, yeah. uh, being in front of people and singing in front of an audience. Because I think had I started later on in life, mm. I probably Just no, like not, nah, I probably would have um, let it go after yeah. a while. But because I started earlier, I started earlier to um, try to figure myself out and how to work through the anxiety and the panic yeah. that was going on yeah. the, on the inside. And I remember that for me, the day that it became as clear as day what my calling and my purpose was, was actually the day that I accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior. Mm. And I was 13 years old. Oh, me too. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I was 13 years old. You know, growing up in church, you always um, see and hear about yeah. um, the God of your parents, mm. you know, and what he does for them. Mm. And, you know, you look at them when they're in church and how involved they are in yeah. the praise and worship and you marvel at it yeah. all. And you're like, wow, like, how do you do that? What are you feeling? Mm. And, What's and happening? what's going on? Mm. You know, I also want to experience God for myself. Yeah. I don't just want to talk about God of my parents, yeah. but I want to know him for myself. And at 13, I finally made that decision. And yeah. And for me, when I remember when I was at the altar, um, during the altar call and I raised and I was lifting up my hands, it felt like a light bulb moment, yeah. you know, where yeah. it just became as clear as day that Gail, this is your path. This is your path. Yeah. This is where you're going and this is your purpose. Yeah. Did it feel smooth sailing? Never. It wasn't smooth. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because, you know, now I think it's easier to say, look, this is what I'm going to be. Like the parts are, are clearer now and we're in a digital era. Yeah. But then it's okay. This is your calling. Uzodlani. Like and then what, what are you? Yeah. Then what? So how was yeah. your, your journey through that? Yeah, man. And the thing is, you know, when, when you were growing up, I remember that I never said I wanted to be a, a, a singer. singer. Okay. I, I you never, didn't say that. No, I no. said I wanted to be a doctor. Oh, Because, okay. I mean, everybody else is saying they want to be a doctor, a yeah. lawyer, so it a makes nurse, sense. a teacher. I mean, being a singer wasn't really a career no. that, 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 that <laughs> seemed profitable yeah. or that seemed like it's a career where you could raise a family, mm. you know, and, you know, be, be solid, yeah. you know. Yeah. So um, I always said I wanted to be a doctor. And I think for me, when I saw Dr. Rebecca Malope yeah. doing yeah. what she did, and I was like, she was the first female, yeah. actually, that yeah. I saw being a gospel music thriving. artist and thriving yeah. and commanding multitudes yeah. and, you know, excelling in her mm. gift. And I was like, oh. I can be that. 
okay, so it is possible. Yeah. I think that's why representation is so important. I wanted to get into that, how important representation exactly, is. Exactly. Because yeah. then it opens your eyes that how it can be done. Mm. You know, it's not so foreign. It's not so um, impossible. Mm. But it can be achieved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. So tell me, when you now get, we obviously have to mention Joyous Celebration. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's where it started for you. Now you're this little girl 15 yeah 15 joining this massive choir that i think everybody longs to be part of yeah and you get the did you get your first big song when you arrived or did you first kind of work your way in and sing a little bit before you got your first big hit i think i worked my way around yeah until i got your first big, big song yeah. which was in the shadow yeah what happened during rehearsal time rehearsing for that song did you know it was going to change your life or was it it's it's work your job your job it's ministry this is what I, this is what i do i had no idea i had no idea that it was going to be as big yeah. as it was um and ironically uzubona would say how god is just incredible mm. in, in in the way that he does things um that song was actually written by mfundi sumtunzi namba yeah and how he taught it to us, mm. he sent an SMS with the lyrics. And then he called Hubby. Well, that was before we, he became Hubby. What was and he then to you? <laughs> we have to go there. Did you have a You're going to get me in okay. trouble. <laughs> okay, Hubby, who was not Hubby then, we'll keep it there. <laughs> yeah. So he sent him the song mm. and... So Mutia um, had to call him yeah. and ask okay, what what is the melody? Yeah. So he literally taught him the song over on the, the phone. phone. Over the phone while he was sitting on the piano. And then he taught me and then we just figured it out as time went by, what the verses would be and so forth, and that was it. No big shebang. It's no, a God moment, burning bush no, experience. No, no, it wasn't a burning bush. <laughs> it wasn't a wasn't, burning bush. It wasn't a dum 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 dum. It was just yeah, sure. on, over the phone, chap. Okay, so we sat on the piano, we worked on it, and then the following day we taught the choir, and that was it. Wow, hectic. And then you get to the, when you sing it, the day of the recording of the performance, how did that feel? Oh, man. I don't know. <laughs> Funny thing is that just before I went on stage, I actually had a piece of paper with the lyrics on. <laughs> Girl, please, you're ruining her childhood. Are you okay? I promise you. I had like a piece of paper that had the lyrics on. So I'm like, I'm holding a microphone and I'm, I'm dressed and ready backstage. Are you nervous? I'm so nervous. I'm yeah. freaking out. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to memorize the words because. Oh because it felt like, yo, that song has a lot of words. And it does have, it do, it does have a lot of words, yeah. <laughs> and, and I hadn't sung a song with so many words in a long time. So I was like busy trying to remember the lyrics just before I went on stage. I'm like, God, please help me because I'm, I'm just such a mess. Like, <laughs> at, least, at least let me remember the words. That's it. Oh, my. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I'm praying for. At sure. least let me remember the words. And Mpuni Sunaba had never actually even heard me singing it. Ironically. He, so he sure. had no idea what it sounded like yeah. until the night of the recording. And um, I don't know, man. It was just an out-of-this-world yeah. type of an experience. Yeah. I yeah. really think God just 
It was just, it, it seems like one of those moments that, that just happened once in a while and you know it's just got birth and yeah. you can never get it back and you can never recreate that. So true. So, sure. so true. It was just amazing. I think, I think what made it probably as defining as it was was the fact that I was so vulnerable myself yeah. at that yeah. particular moment. Did you even know what vulnerability is or... It's literally what we call the Holy Spirit taking over. I'm, I'm not even sure I knew what it was. Yeah. But I knew that that moment, I was like, God, I cannot do this on my own. Mm. This, I'm just a hot mess. Yeah. I'm already panicking because yeah. I don't even know the words. But on top of all of that, <laughs> I just need you to take yeah. control. Yeah. I just need you to make this work i need you to use me for your glory yeah you know so that at the end of the day people may see you mm. and you will minister to your people mm. you know let it not be about me but let it be about you at the end of the day and years later you're still performing it it's one of those songs like even <laughs> in a tavern like that's the song yeah. they will, that is the song that i will play so how did you meet your mister <laughs> I want to get into your romantic. You know, I feel like you should be giving us more romance stuff because I feel like you've got like a very big side of that, but you're trying to hide it, but we know that you're naughty. But then you also like, please give us spice. We want to know. <laughs> um, I don't think there's really a moment where we met. Okay. Um, uh, but um, it was more of a church conferences, gospel concerts. Because yeah. back then he was studying in Durban. Okay. He grew up in Eskawini and then he studied in Durban. Okay. Um, his tertiary education, he got it there. Yeah. So he was in a group and one of his group members was one of our group members. Okay. So that's how we would meet in church conferences. But you didn't like see your husband. It was just... No, because also I was a kid back then. I was like a teenager. Okay. You know, so I was like 14, yeah. 13, yeah. 15 yeah. at that time. So I was like, okay... Like, you know, yeah. praise the Lord, nice. hallelujah. hallelujah. <laughs> you know, it was yeah. just that type of vibe. There was absolutely nothing. And I think we actually got to know each other when we both joined Joy Celebration. Yeah. Joy Celebration in 2001, I think. So yeah. we both joined the same year. Okay. And yeah, and that's how actually we actually got to know each other because then we started working closely but together. But it was first afterwards. friendship. Yeah. Like hundred percent platonic friendship, purely friendship. And then when did the I? When did God? What do What do you say? Remove uh, <laughs> the veil. Is that what they say? <laughs> like when were your eyes open or his eyes open? Say, ah, actually, actually, I have no idea when his eyes were opened, but I I started to see that. Cut uh, <laughs> off. No, but. It off, but it on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. And um, the I always say that my my husband won Klagan Pel. Okay. Uh, because he it, there wasn't a I, I'd like to take you out on a date and ask. So you, to you be didn't my get asked out? No, I didn't. Oh no, he Dude. has to do over. <laughs> we need a do over. Yeah, I need a complete do over. Yeah. So I didn't get the whole. Can I take you out on a date and ask? Would you be my girlfriend? Oh, I didn't it? get that. But see. No. <laughs> <laughs> but he became my friend, and yeah. because he became my friend, um, our friendship really just blossomed yeah and he became my best friend okay and then in him becoming my best friend then he used to do these little things that would just <laughs> okay Aww. 
That's sweet. That's sweet. Keep doing that. Yeah, that's yeah. sweet. Yeah. And I think he made those little deposits every now and then. By the time he actually told me that he loved me, I was already sold. Okay. So I was like, okay, now nah, I could live with this. I think that's the nice way to do it. Right? I think it's so It's safe. Too. It feels safe. It, it sounds is. safe. It sounds really, really it safe. It is. Yeah. Because you, you become vulnerable in the presence of your best friend. Yeah. And that's the best thing ever. Yeah. Marriage. Um, did you get a proposal at Geist? Oh, you just spoke to your parents and that was it. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm sorry. Full stop. How it happened was, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, just like that. Like that was it. And now what's in here, Baba? Okay. Like, okay. Yeah. Because, I mean, at that stage in our relationship, we knew, Uti, this is where we're this going. This is where we're going. Yeah. We're, we're definitely going to get married. Yeah. We yeah. weren't, there was no question about it. It was just a matter of when yeah. and when's the time, when, when the time is right. And that was it. Now I can reveal my big, big fan moment. So, I, I used to love singing. Like, I thought I was going to be a singer, right? So, I used to rehearse with your album um, and CC Winans' album. Those are my albums. And then I would see you and your husband. And obviously, he, there's like a keyboard thing you guys do <laughs> always in your DVDs where he's playing. And then you go to the keyboard. And there's just that moment. And I really, really wanted that moment. So, I decided whichever man I'm going to marry, mm-hmm. he needs to be able <laughs> To play a keyboard so I can stand next to him <laughs> while performing, so we can look like Dogozo and Mubeg. Did you guys? Do you guys know what a blueprint you guys are for so many couples or so many young people? No, I don't think. Do you no, realize? No. You don't realize? <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. I think you should because, like I said. That, for me, and it was not so much about the keyboard and the singing, but the 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 pres- being in the presence of God together, mm. and that's what you guys have have represented doing purpose together, yeah. doing God's work together, and it brings me back to that representation thing again, where yeah. we need that representation, where we see that God is still doing things through marriage and mm. through couples, and He's doing it in a big way. Because one thing about you guys, you believe in in excellence. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, it's it's something that we've always been intentional about, you mm. know, that um, our union shouldn't just be a blessing to us, but it should also be a blessing to the kingdom of God yeah. and also inspire others as well. Yeah. You know, not that, that we should use that and put pressure on our marriage because absolutely that's not necessary. Mm-mm, mm-mm. But, um, you know, just to make sure that at the end of the day, um, we are held accountable, yeah. you know, because yeah. um, God, what's the word? God blessed him with me yeah. and God blessed me with him yeah. and I'm accountable sure. for that blessing. Sure. And it's up to me to make sure that I take care and I nurture mm. what God has blessed me with. And he does the exact same thing. Sure. And, and, and that's how we basically live our lives. You know, Wuti, it's not just us being accountable mm. to our families or to our children or to um, the fans at mm. large, but more importantly, we're accountable to Nkulungul, to mm. God himself, because he is the one that has blessed us with each other. Sure. That's so important. I was actually about to ask, how, how does the working relationship actually work and how does it affect 
how does it affect you guys um, as a couple? Because there's, especially when I think you're in ministry and you're not just living for you, like you said, yeah. you're you're accountable. There's there's nations, there's people who are depending. But I can full, I can almost fully understand how that can take a toll on your yeah. relationship. Yeah, yeah. How do you guys manage that? How do you manage that? At the end of the day, we have to be okay, okay first. Yeah. 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 I think it's important because. Um, Every now and then we have check-ins. Yeah. Okay. Is that right? Is that right? Yeah. Are we still? Are yeah. we still okay? Yeah. Because um, it's it's so easy to get caught up in the in the facade yeah. and in the bells and, in the, and the whistles, in the performance yes, yeah. of what marriage should be, mm. and um, in the display yeah. of, of 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 marriage yeah. you know that we neglect each other so every now and then we make sure that we do check-ins mm. um what's that right mm. are we still on the right path hey. let's take a walk yeah let's connect go buy ice cream. yeah let's yeah. go you know just do something that probably that we used to do when we were dating yeah you know just to remind, remind each other ourselves. that you know this is still the most important thing in the world yeah, right now. It's yeah. more important than the fame. It's more important than the music. What we have is yeah. more important than anything else. Sure. And God's faithful. He protects that. Amen. He, protects he that. does. I want to talk about loss. Um, I mean, you... It does feel recent. Yeah. Recently lost your, your mother. And it feels, I think, from the outside, it looked like it was very unexpected. Yeah. How have you been dealing with that loss do you ever come to especially because you've been i believe you have such a you had such a close relationship with her um and we but we we have faith we believers mm. we believe god you should come through and now what happens when it doesn't, doesn't feel like he, yeah it doesn't feel like he came through yeah yeah that was that was a difficult one yeah um as i remember someone asked asked me this one day um how did you deal with your mother's passing and i said uh, I'm still dealing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not something that you just go through and then it's over yeah, and then that's like it. Si and then it's so the sharp. Yeah. Uh, and that's it, you know. Um, it's been two years, but mm. it still feels like yesterday, you know. And um, the the I think the thing that made it worse was the fact that it happened during the pandemic. Yeah. You know, and like back then it was very it strict. Was tr yeah. Um, so we never got a chance to say goodbye. We never got sure. to see her. Oh my. Um, we literally took her to the hospital and that was the last time we ever got to see, to see her. You know, and then that was it. And then suddenly get a phone call to her, you know, and then you're like, what do you mean? Oh, what do you mean? Yeah. And we were praying. We had Abba Zalwane mm. who we would call and send messages to. would see, you know, please pray, do mm. this. Um, this is what the doctors are saying now. And, and so you were hopeful. Extremely, you extremely think, hopeful. Yeah, you know, and it honestly came as a shock. We'll sure. see how how can a person who was here today suddenly be gone, be gone. tomorrow? It mm. doesn't make sense at all. And honestly, I can say, um, it's it's such a blessing to be surrounded by family, yeah, by friends, um, you know, by people who, by even church, yeah. man. Um, our pastor was just. Um, there for us yeah. during that time because 
I mean, everybody knew that my mom and I were literally yeah. two amigos. Like <laughs> twins, even like Niafana. Exactly. Okay. We never separated. She was always there. Yeah. And um, so it was such a difficult process. It was such a difficult time. I always say um, that grief can be so crippling sometimes. Mm. You feel like you can't move. You mm. feel stuck in the same position and you don't know what to do. Yeah. You know, you want to get out, but, but you can't. Kanjan, yeah. You know, How do you I do feel this? like your, your, your legs have been cut off you mm. want to stand but something's just stopping you from moving on and and it honestly it's still a journey yeah i'm not a hundred percent okay with it yeah I, you know i still feel the pain it still aches yeah and i've heard people whose parents have passed on 10 15 years ago and they told me that i get collect it's something that you just learn to live with it's not something you get over, but you learn to live with it. Sure. And did you ever did you ever feel like you don't want to go on? Like, because I know you went black on social media. Yeah. You completely went off, and I think we're all thinking, okay, is she coming back? And you took your time, which is really really good. But it's yeah. not something we do nowadays. Did you ever feel like I actually just don't want to do this anymore? I, I don't want to minister to other people anymore. I. I just want to sit here. I actually did. Okay. I did. I was like, I'm done. I tap out. <laughs> tap out of what? Like, I'm the just, life. I was tapping out of ministry, tapping out of the singing. I was like, what's the point? Sure. It, you you uttered those words and yes. said, what's the point? Why why am I doing this? No. Why do I have to go through this? Why Why her? You know, why specifically her? And the weird thing is that um, year before, in 2019, my mom and I, um, she comes to my house this one day and she's all excited. Oti, Bible school. I'm like, but ma, I don't want to. She's like, hey, <laughs> we are doing Bible school together. Halfway through, then she passed on. Oh, no. So now you I have to like, continue. Like, dude, I was like, what is going on here? How am I going to carry on when this person is no longer here? She was the one that told me to do this. Yeah. Like, now, then, imagine. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so now I have to, you know, find my way around it. I remember probably the most difficult thing I've had to, I had to do was my first exam after her passing. Mm. Um, which was, I think it was supposed to be in July and it ended up being in around August. So my yeah. mom passed, a, passed away, in, I think in June, end yeah. of June. Mm. Um, so, and then there's an exam in August as well. Mm. So I remember on the morning, um, on the week, on, on the actual day of the original exam, um, I couldn't write. I told my, 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 I sent an email to my dean during the week. I was yeah, like, I can't, I can't do, do this. It, yeah. Can I just get an extra week? And she was like, okay, fine. We'll give you an extra week. Um, you can write the following week. And then, sure. and then I was like, okay, thank you so much. Following week. So I can't ask for another extension. Yeah. You just, <laughs> <laughs> it's either I write the oh, exam yeah, yeah, yeah. or I just don't. Leave it alone. Yeah. And then on the morning, I get sent a text from school. And then they tell me that um, my exam is actually in the auditorium that we were in with my mom. Yeah. So I was like... <sighs> At that moment, I just broke down. I just couldn't handle it. And it was on the morning of the exam. I remember. So hubby comes. And I'd woke up. I'm more of a... 
when I study, I, I, I like to study early hours. Okay. <laughs> I'm that okay. kind of person. Okay. okay. So it was early in the morning yeah. and hubby had just woken up as well. Mm. And so he comes to me and he says, are you okay? We mm. I'm like, no, I'm not okay. Mm. What's, what's going on? I'm like, but why are we writing in that yeah. auditorium yeah. of all the places? Yeah. Why that one? Mm. You know? And he's like, uh, you do realize that you don't have to write the exam if you don't want to. So for the first time, it felt like I was presented with an option. Yeah, like you can be freed. He's like, you don't have to do mm. it. Um, you don't have to prove anything to anyone. Oh, man. You don't have to. We love you all the same and mm. we're proud of you all the same. Mm. Nothing if changes. You don't, nothing changes. Mm. This doesn't make you a bad person. Mm. You don't have to do it. Sure. And for some reason, when I was presented with an option... I still wanted to do it. Oh, man. Because you know when you're, you're fighting so hard to do something because you're like, no, I have to. Mm. Like, mm. I have to, I have to. Mm. But the minute I was presented with the option that then you, realize, you don't have to, yeah. I'm like, actually. Oh, okay. I don't have to do it. But actually, I still do want to do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I wrote the exam and I did pretty good. Really? Well yeah. done. Which was kind of interesting because halfway through, I just bawled. <laughs> I was like, ah. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> Please, man, don't crack me. <laughs> I promise you, you know, and somehow God is able to cover us even in our weakness. You know how, sure. how scripture says that his strength is made perfect yeah. in our weakness. Yeah. I literally experienced that. Sure. And it took a while for me to get to a point where I was actually ready to minister mm. again to people mm. because I felt like I was so broken. Yeah, like what do you say? I had nothing, nothing to, to give. give. Yeah, I yeah. was absolutely empty. Yeah, um, because I reached the point where I I didn't even want to pray. Yeah, you know, because yeah. I was like so teeny. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, kind of vibe. Yeah. What am I gonna say? And um, for me, I always say I I. I well, I don't always say that's just me lying, but <laughs> pretend you always say. <laughs> but I think you know how God sends you certain people when you're going through something. Yeah. People who will just be like, oh, know how to lift it's, you. It's, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, Come, we've got you. Yeah, you know. And God sent people like that in my way. You know, who are like, we've been through this. Mm. We understand exactly we've what you're going you. through. We've got you. We will sure. we will hold your hand through it all mm. and you will find your strength again. And sure. and I'm just grateful for that. Sure. Yeah. How has it changed your mothering? Oh, how's it changed? Oh, it absolutely has changed my mothering. Mm. Losing my mommy. Um, I find that in my grief I was I made sure I said this to one of my friends actually that I made sure that I was honest with my girls. Okay. Okay. About my grief process and yeah. what I went through. Yeah. Because reason being, I felt like I was caught off guard. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it was so foreign to me. My mother's mom passed away as well. I think I was a teenager oh, okay. as, at that time, mm. <clears throat> but I don't remember seeing my mom grief. Mm. I don't remember seeing her go through the process mm. of the grief. Mm. I feel like she tried to hide it so much from you, from, from the family, yeah. from me that I didn't know what to expect. I was caught off guard. It sure. felt like 
something I've never seen. Yeah. yeah, it felt like something I'd never seen before. And don't get me wrong, I don't blame my mom. My mother's an incredible woman. Yeah, yeah. And she was an amazing mother. Yeah. Um, it's just how things were then. Exactly. Yeah. Back then, That's just how she probably were. did that because she thought she was protecting, protecting you. Us. Yeah, everything you was know, about exactly. protection. Yeah, it was always about that. That yeah. I'm gagging and I mustn't see you crying. Yes. And I mustn't see you crumbling. Yes. You must um, be strong. Exactly. Yeah. But. I feel I felt like I needed to be vulnerable in front of my kids so yeah. that they could see that it's okay. Yeah. To be vulnerable. Yeah. You don't always have to be strong. I love that. Um it's okay to be vulnerable. If you're going through stuff, it's fine. We'll get through it together. Mm. You know, sometimes they come in my room and be like, "Mommy, you need to eat." Um oh. they bring me food. They'd come and sit with me mm. on, on my bed cuz some days I didn't even want to get out of the bed. Sure. But but they would come and sit with me and we just sit and hug and just not That's say it. anything. That's it. And that would be enough for me at that moment. Yeah. And it was so important that they see it so that they understand that vulnerability isn't weakness. Weakness, yeah. Yeah. Vulnerability yeah. is not weakness. But there is such profound strength. Yeah. In vulnerability, yeah, that's where the in a is. safe space. space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love I love that you mentioned that sometimes all we did is sit and not say anything. That's all I needed. Because I've yeah. always struggled with how to be there for someone. Mm. I'm very solution-based. So every time someone goes through something, it's either I have the solution and I can bring it, or I literally like hide, which is the worst <laughs> worst thing ever. But you, I, you just pinpointed something and it just really landed that sometimes for someone who's grieving or going through something, you just need to be there and just create that safe space. Exactly. That's, that's it. Cause that's all I needed. Cause yeah. I there's know, nothing, know you know, the scriptures. Bible. Yeah. I know all the Bible verses. Need, yeah. I know I have a direct line. <laughs> Child, <laughs> trust me. I know who to talk to. <laughs> I know exactly yeah. who to talk to. Um, you know, sometimes some of my friends would just come, they would pray. Yeah. They know I don't pray at that point. They mm. knew I didn't. Yeah, I so don't pray. We'll so pray they would come, you. they would pray, and then we'd just sit. And that's it. And that would be enough for me. Because that's just all I needed. I sure. just needed presence. Yeah. And I needed warmth. And I just needed a safe space. Sure. And that, to me, was healing. Yeah. Not so much the words that they were, that mm. were spoken, but presence Do you even hear warmth. the words people say? Really? Really, not really. No. Not really. Yeah. It just comes in one year yeah, and goes out like, the other. Sure. Mm. <laughs> How did you realize you you're crawling out and you're getting into and and I know like you said it you don't stop but I think you've gotten you started seeing a bit of light. How did you realize there's 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 light? When did you start realizing there's actually light? Let me get up. Let me let me try again. Let me mm. find my voice again. Yeah. For me, I, the realization came through being in the presence of the Lord. Okay. Um, because mm-hmm. I had tried so hard to avoid mm. being in God's presence, mm. um, when I finally found myself <laughs> in the presence of God, I felt this incredible warmth and incredible embrace. Yeah. That I can't even explain. What does that look like? What does the presence of God look like? <sighs> Man. For you. For me. Mm-hmm. What does the presence of God look like? Or feel like? <sighs> I don't even know how to explain it or to express it. It's almost like... 
it's like being in, it's like being in a desert mm-hmm. in a dry place and being so thirsty and then suddenly a glass of water appears uh-huh. it's okay. it's refreshing it's renewing mm. it's it's fulfilling mm. it's uplifting mm. um warm yeah, that's my uh, word it's <laughs> It's warm. It's cozy. It's complete. It's complete. complete. It's whole. Yeah. You know, um, that that is what the presence of God is like for me. Yeah. You know, it feels like after everything that goes on in our world, yeah. with everything, all of the noise, I suddenly find myself yeah. in the stillness, mm. in the presence of mm. the Most High, mm. where I am accepted. Accepted. And where I am approved. Yeah. You know? I'm enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you were telling me. So you found yourself in the presence when you were crawling out. Yeah, yeah, I found myself in the presence of God, and um, that for me was an eye opener. Okay, because it was in that moment where I realized that, um, and and ironically, at that time, someone else was ministering. Someone okay. else was singing um, a song, and um, that was my be- the beginning of my healing mm. and when i was in the presence of the lord god literally just spoke to me and said but that's what you do to others sure sure you know and it's it really became clearer mm. that the mandate hasn't ended it's not done yeah it's not done mm. yet mm. you know mm. there's still so many people that need healing mm. still so many people who need to experience the presence of god mm. and yeah and that was it sure and i picked myself up sometimes i would walk on stage and i'm broken <laughs> on the inside um but i've learned that um in our brokenness that's where god does the most, yeah. man. Yeah. You know, when yeah. we come to him as we are, as broken and as wounded, he's able to heal me as he heals them. Others, yeah, yeah. At the same time. Yeah, there's yeah. relatability. Yeah. There's relate so much relatability in that. So how um how much more meaningful is what you do now? Do you feel like it's more meaningful now? Like it's you said clearer. So yeah. does it feel like, okay, I got it. Like it's not just another uh, performance because i mean if we're being fair sometimes if you're singing the same song over and over, over, and over <laughs> at some point it's it's, it's, a, little it's, tiring. it's a little tiring <laughs> you know it's not always butterflies yeah um but how much different is it now even just post pandemic post just everything stopping you stopping yeah. how much more meaningful is is everything is people to you it's so much more meaningful because because I've been at my lowest yeah. and I understand what that ministry does to someone who's yeah. at their lowest, yeah. I realize what's at stake. Ah, So I've learned not to take any opportunity lightly. For granted, yeah. I can't take it for granted, but I have to maximize every single chance I get sure. because people are going through a lot, yeah. man. You don't get to not show up. Exactly. Yeah. I have to make sure that I show up even when I'm broken. Yeah. And I've learned that even when I'm broken, God still heals me even yeah. in those moments as well Yeah. because there's no way that I can be a glass yeah. and 
and God being the water and he refreshes someone else. Sure. Um, the glass still gets the water yeah, as well. Yeah, so yeah. the glass will still get refreshed yeah, because yeah. the glass is carrying the water. Mm. You know, while God is um, making others drink, I also get the water as well yeah. while I'm just the... The vessel, the vessel yeah. you know, and um, it, it, it really has opened my eyes and made me so much more serious yeah. about what I do. Sure. Yeah. Love that. Let's speak about being a businesswoman. How have you remained so, how have you sustained it? And I'm now talking as a business. How have you been able to sustain your business, remain relevant, and not be a broke artist? <laughs> <laughs> like, girl, what did you do? How have you done it? Oh, yo, I don't want to be broke. No. I, I always tell people, I love money. I, I love what <laughs> money affords us. Money, right? Money, money. We like you. <laughs> I think um, we learned a lot of lessons early on. Is it? Did you make big mistakes? Big time. Like, like big, big, we're we going to go hungry mistakes, take our car mistakes. Big time. <gasps> big time. Really? We've seen the sheriff a couple of times. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I promise you. We've seen the sheriff a couple of times. At some stage, um, my house was even um, out on auction. No. At some stage. Yep. Almost lost our house. And by almost, so I mean like. So when you out here ministry. Almost. When we almost lost, literally. Almost. Like literally, there was a date that was already set for the auctioning of my house. Because the bank was like. We Kelly. are taking it. <laughs> you guys aren't paying. We are taking it. And um, it's amazing how God is still able to restore, <laughs> even in the midst of all of that. <laughs> but, you know, ironically, during that time, my mother was like, there's no way you're going to lose your house. My mom, she was <laughs> like, just no. pray. She was like, no. So I called her. I'm like panicking. I'm like, I'm like, relax. You're not going to lose your house. I'm like, how? Is that it? She's like, yeah, you're not going to lose your house. Okay, bye. What do you even do when you're being told you're losing your house? Like, do you start packing? But where no are you packing ways. to? <laughs> where are we going? Like, what are we, where are we going? Like, what do you do? Do you start looking for, I, I don't know. What do you do? Dude, <clears throat> it was insane. Um, estate agencies calling us and saying, you know, there's an easier way. You can just sell it. And we're like, no, but we don't want to sell our home. So you're still stubborn. You know? <laughs> we, yeah, we're still stubborn. <laughs> we didn't want to sell. Yeah. They're like, no, at Look, least if you sell, you'll make some you, money. you actually make some money yeah. and you'll be able, you know. And we're like, no, but we don't want to sell. We want to keep this for our kids. Yeah. You know, we want this this to be an inheritance for our children. We can't just sell it sure. and let it go. And um, yeah, but you know, God came through. Thank God. We still have that property. Have you learned the lessons? We did. Okay. We learned the lessons. Okay. We did what learn. are the lessons? But, what is the but big, you know, okay. do, But you know what it was? Okay. How it happened was, um, we recorded Spirits in Life. Yes. Um, in 2015. That probably I was is, there. <laughs> that probably is the most expensive album we've ever recorded it 
cost it us. It looked it, yeah. A lot of money, yeah. money we didn't have. Oh. Um, and um, I remember to the point that um, even for rehearsals, you know, us musicians, we love food. Musicians yeah. love food. So at a rehearsal, you always have to provide food. Because <laughs> yeah. we didn't even have money to buy stuff, to buy food. We couldn't buy Nando's because most of the time Nando's. It's Nando's, was, yeah. yeah, sorts everyone out, yeah. You know, but it wasn't even that. I literally would wake up early hours in the morning. And cook. And cook. I would wake up and go, oh, I need to see chicken or whatever I'd be making for that day. Oh, my. And cook for everybody. I think I'd wake up at like three in the morning and cook for everybody and then put everything in pots and then pack my plates for my house and my cutlery, glasses, and then get it drinky because at least we could get that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Buy it drinky yeah. and put it in the car and then go to rehearsal. And then I'd still have to perform at rehearsal. After... After being the waking chef. up at three in the morning and cooking for everybody, I'd still have to perform in in the rehearsal. And then at the end of the day, and I'm like, I'm exhausted when I'd get home. I'd go probably like take a quick shower yeah. and go back to bed so that I can wake, wake up, up at again three and do the again the next day. I love that you're sharing this because <clears throat> when people say I want to be like you, they must realize what it is. To it's be like lot. you. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. You have to pay the price. You have to pay the price. I think that that is for everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Whatever, whatever you're doing. Whatever you want to do, whatever you want to achieve. Doesn't come Whatever cheap. dream you have, whatever vision you have. Yeah. It's not going to come easy. Yeah. You have to pay the price. Yeah. And the price really and truly determines whether this is for you. Yeah. Or it's not. Yeah. And if you're willing to pay it. You will reap the rewards. You will. You know you when, will you're, reap when you're the telling rewards. that last week, I, I quit my job. <laughs> that price you're talking about, I know. <laughs> and I was just like, you know what? I quit. Yeah. I don't have to do this. <laughs> Why am I killing myself? I don't have to do this. What? God, you're someone Why? else. I'm, I'm not me. I'm this not, is so not me. And then three days later, just like, God, I'm so grateful you're using me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the vessel. Thank you so much. But that cost. It's yeah. it's very high. Yeah. Um and the thing we recorded that album and we had debt afterwards. Sure. We had serious debt. People are being blessed. It's Yo. people are calling it a game changer. Yo. People are like, Yo. whoa, this is incredible. You guys really went all out and you're like, you we did. <laughs> it took us a while. There sure. were even moments that we had to go to some of our friends oh, no. and apologize actually oh, no. to them because um, the people that we work with are very dear to our hearts. Yeah. You know, they're like family. We literally grew up together. Yeah. We had to go back to them and apologize sure. because we felt like, like we treated them unfairly. Yeah. Yeah. This it's not is, the way you work. And, and this is my price to pay. Yeah. It's not. Others shouldn't have to pay You're the right. price because You're right. of my dream yeah. and, and what I want to achieve. Yeah. You know, we had to go back to them and apologize and make things right. Sure. I remember there's this one debt that literally took us two years to pay. Yep. And thankfully it was Umzalwa Nekosam who was like, when you take your it, time, take your time. Yeah. It's fine. It's okay. Sure. Don't worry about it. Don't stress about it. And I can honestly say that we only started to reap the rewards. Yeah. Four years later, three, four years oh later. My. Sure. Now, where do you find, because this is, it's, and it's, I know it's a dangerous question, but where do you draw the line between 
I know it was God and I am in debt. <laughs> <laughs> and I missed it. Yeah. I did not listen. Yeah. I'm doing a God thing. God to is it really a God thing? I'm yeah. doing my own thing disguised as a God thing and yeah. therefore now you're in trouble mm. versus I did a God thing and now I'm in debt and I'm losing my house. Yeah. How do you where does the person draw the line? Like where? Where's the line? I think from for us, yeah. The thing is that even with all of the debt and with all of the noise that we were experiencing yeah. at that time, we had this peace okay within our hearts and okay. within our spirits. Yeah. Um, Everything with God comes with peace. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's how we yeah. knew that okay, this we, is the blessing this of was, the Lord. Yes. Yeah. It's going to work out. Yeah. It's going to be okay. Yeah. It just needs us to be Patient. To hang in there yeah. and be patient a little longer. Yeah. And um and, and that was it for us. I think sure. the minute you have to be and you have to be honest with yourself. Yeah. Don't say you have peace when you don't. <laughs> That's another <laughs> There's thing. A difference. There's a difference. Yeah. Don't act like you have peace yeah. when you know very well that yeah. you don't. You yeah. have to be honest with yourself. Yeah. You know, being honest with yourself really saves you a lot of heartache and a lot of headache yeah. unnecessarily. How did you escape? Um, newspapers. You have a. Re- you must have a really good community and circle around you. We do. No, nah? you didn't. Do. You didn't once make it to papers. No. Nothing. Like all. No. All is good. None Y'all whatsoever. thriving. <laughs> None whatsoever. I remember there was even a time when, for like two years, we didn't even have a car. Ha! Huh. I promise you. How are you a- getting to performances and gigs and? We leased the car. But like sure. a very tiny, sure, like a, a like, like a, a, everything like a t- okay. And the thing about us yeah. is that we would show up at festivals in that tiny car, proud and come and you'd out, walk out like we're a million bucks. <laughs> like we would park next to the Range what? Rovers. <laughs> You're not even gonna park fast, and you no know what? Let's way. just walk down. <laughs> no way. This is, this we were us. like, this is where we are, yeah, and there's nothing to be ashamed of. Sure, love that. This is who we are right now. Yeah. There's absolutely nothing to yeah. be ashamed of. We don't need to prove anything to anyone. Yeah. We just, we're comfortable in, yeah. in this yeah. situation. And yeah. this is it. We know that it's temporary. Sure. You know. Yeah. And we would park. Ah, and you'd be fine. And we'd be fine. And you worked your way out. And we worked our way out. What's the it. biggest lessons you, you've learned, you learned from that, that recording? <sighs> I think for me, the biggest lesson that I learned from that recording was that we invested in a product. Mm-hmm. Mm. And the great thing about a product is that it sells. Okay. The and great that, thing that about a product is that it sells. It sells. Yeah. And it's a good product. It's a product. Yeah. So what we, from then onwards, made sure is that we invest in the product. Don't okay. invest in things that are not necessary. Okay. Um, invest in the product. Make sure that you have a great product yeah. that cannot be ignored. Okay. And that's what we've been doing ever since. Okay. Because we made that in great investment, at first it looked like it was a mistake. And yeah. we're like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that mistake yeah. opened international doors for sure. my ministry. Sure. You know, because a lot of people that, a lot of invitations that I'm getting now are, are people on... who are still watching Jehovah is your name. And they're like, oh, that's one place. Oh, yeah, Jehovah is your name. Exactly. It came from there. And it came from there. And then that today is what is opening doors for me today. How many years later? So if the product that you invest in is really exceptional and that cannot be ignored, then it will definitely 
So for a very secretive person, you shared a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like we know that you almost well, lost you your house. You didn't, you didn't have a car, like girl. You asked so nicely, so okay. I, 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 I did. I appreciate that. I, re- <laughs> I really, really appreciate. Like I feel like I feel like I know Togozo the person. Yeah, I know Togozo the person. Yeah, yeah. I've got uh, a wall of wisdom. I call it my wall of wisdom. Mm-hmm. So it's another three questions. Okay, mm-hmm. three books. A podcast that changed or are changing your life. Ew. Do you read? I do read. Okay. I do read. Okay. I love reading. Okay. Um, yo, I've got a book called Good Morning Holy Spirit mm-hmm. um, by uh, Yo Obanlong Fundis. <laughs> he's like he's he's from one of these um, South American countries. Okay. Um, Where's, is his book at Kumbooks? It is. Okay, we'll Google it and um, we'll find it. I'll, I'll post it on my social media okay. so people can see it. Thank you. I love that book. Mm-hmm. Um, I love reading some podcasts though. Maybe I should. Yeah. Start with this one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going to start, start with, with this, this one. one. Um, I've got a 23-year-old that I adopted, yeah. Ayanda. She, she's a big I met her, but she said I'm not podcast. allowed to say that. Really? Yeah. She's a big podcast fan. So she's slowly trying to get me introduced into podcasts and stuff. You need and to I'm get like, there. You, you, yeah. need to. you might just have your own podcast. Who knows? Oh, it's, where, who knows? it's where the world is heading. <laughs> it's where the world is heading. Okay, you gave me one book. Okay, and this is also this um, book about, um, I don't know what, I forgot its title, but it's by Bishop Tudor Bismarck. Okay. Um, it's about thinking, though. Okay. It's about changing the way that you think because Please everything take these starts. Please words, guys. It's about thinking. I have no, listen, girl. Everything starts in the I, st- I, okay. I am terrible with titles. Okay. Um, even to this day, I'm even terrible with my own titles. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, third one. The third one is, um, I actually love the the... The five love languages every now and really? then. My hubby and I have to go back to them. I promise you. Really? For our marriage. I promise you, every now okay. and then we need to read. Good, okay. What's this? We do it because, online. We take the online test and stuff. We, really? We, we have the books, but it's like that one book. And, and I know when you have a Zulu, when you marry to a Zulu man, yeah. he needs to remind it. What, what uh, does it mean? What does it Okay, <laughs> so you have to say that. Exactly. We're here. Okay. Okay. Got exactly. You. Five like, love ah, languages. Okay. okay, maybe we should Because as you grow it. older as well, the love languages they change, change yeah. as well, you yeah. know. And as time That'd progresses, be like mine change every week. <laughs> so every now and then you have to go back and say, I bo, okay. I bo. Where are we now? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Okay, thank you. A quote or verse you live by? Oh, my favorite scripture is Galatians chapter 6, verse 9. Mm-hmm. It says, Do not grow weary in doing good. Okay. For in due season you will reap a harvest. If you don't give up. Sure. Please teach us. How, how do we cram scripture? You didn't even go. Um, I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> <laughs> Bible college. Okay. <laughs> college. <laughs> Last question. You have to finish the sentence. A wise woman once said. Sure. <clears throat> A wise woman once said. You can be the wise woman. <laughs> You're allowed to be the wise Such woman. Vanity. Yeah. <laughs> In case you don't have many wise women around, you be the wise woman. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm trying to think. What did a wise woman once say to me that really stood out? 
Okay, a wise woman once said to me, um, keep your priorities straight. The priorities, the list of your priorities, you must stick to them. Keep it as it is. And make sure that in your priority list, number five does not overtake number one. Okay. Because sometimes when we do that, especially in our relationships and our families and with our husbands and our kids, Mm -hmm. when priorities overlap, Mm -hmm. then that causes conflict and issues, especially with our husbands. Sure. And I was like, yo. Okay, come So imagine number one, number one, number one. And she's like, yes. yes. Your number one must be your number one. What you say is very important and you must stick with it. Sure. If it's otherwise, then that causes conflict because everybody else doesn't know where they stand. Mm. And that's a big issue. Sure. What's your pri- what does your priority look like? My priority was God first. Obviously. God, yes. It's husband. Husband. As my children. Children. Family. Family. Church. Church. Yeah. Friends? Uh, yes. People. Adas. Ministry. Adas. <laughs> Fans. Hey, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's a by the way. It's okay. It's okay, yeah. Okay. It's okay. We, still, we, you, don't, we don't where hate you people. Fall in? Where do you huh? fall in? By God. Are yes. You, okay. I'm taking care you, of God. I fall in with God. You are God. Yeah, definitely. You, okay. I'm definitely on top of the list. Okay. I just want to make, make sure. I'm up there with just God. Just want to make sure. I learned the hard way. Yes. Um, that um, by not you looking after myself. You did a 360, though. By not looking after myself. Yeah. I really, um, really hurt me. Yeah. Because I got so focused in looking after everybody else yeah. that I forgot to look after me. Yeah. To the point that I was... A a mother, yeah. my identity became yeah. the roles that I yeah. play. That's how and this that's podcast not started. Who, and that's not who I am, yeah. you know. Yeah. I had to start all over again and try to figure out outside mm. of just being umama mm. and outside of being a wife and outside of just being a, a music artist. But who I had you? to figure out who, who are, are you? Do what, I even what, like me? Yeah. What do I like? Yeah, do what I do I like? I like? <laughs> yeah. What, 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 what are my favorite things? Exactly. What do I enjoy? Yeah. What do I, what food do I like to eat? Because I'm always thinking, okay, what do you want? They, what do you want? Exactly. You know, I'm trying to figure out, so trying to balance what hubby wants and what the kids, the kids want yeah. in terms of food. And, yeah. you know, and I had to go through a, a whole process of trying to figure out so what's Outside of the roles that yeah. I play, who am I yeah. and what do I want out of life? Yeah. And, and, you know, what do I want to be? Yeah. You know? And <laughs> Those it, are it, important it, questions yeah. to ask. Yeah. And just because I want to figure out who I am, that doesn't mean that I no longer care about yeah. them. Yeah. You know, they are a huge part of yeah. who I am, definitely. And that doesn't take that away. But when I, I figured that when I'm a better version of myself, yeah. I'm able to be a better You're wife better for and everyone. I'm a better mother. Yeah. I'm a better music minister. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a better child of God, yeah. you know. And, 100%. You know, yeah. yeah. This is, I, I was just saying, this is how this platform started. That's how I started with really? Wellness. Yeah, I was just like, who am I? Yeah. What do I like? What's important to me? Mm. And yeah, we we here now. Thank you so much. This was fun. Yay. A lot of fun. Thank Please you. Please invite me to your house so okay. we can hang out. You've got Yay. lots of stories. <laughs> this is amazing. I Yay. Yay. Thank you so much. Thank you. This is amazing. <laughs> and that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave us a review. And follow our favorite person. It's Andrew. Dogos underscore Bambo.
It's a dozen bamboo on everything. Dozen yeah. on everything. Yeah. Your surname, you are you legally you are Mbata. Mbata. But stage name, I guess. Yeah. Stage name. Yeah. yeah. You did take yeah. your husband. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> That's it. Thank you. That's a wrap. Bye.